0: Now here's a preview of powerful women revealed. Don't you know talking about a bit of moonshine sounds? Good afternoon, and welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. Good afternoon, and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry, and I am coming to you solo this week and doing another show on A Course in Miracles. Uh, Once again, if you're a brand new listener, I am sharing um, for the first time as I experienced taking this Course in Miracles myself, and uh, it is uh, a phenomenal experience. And I encourage you to go listen to some of the previous podcasts to check some of that information out, and today I am going to share with you some information on the now and how it relates to the ego, and this is coming to you from, again, A Course in Miracles. It is the third edition, and I'm reading to you from Chapter 13, page 246, if you actually have a copy, and this is Paragraph 5, and then I'm going to share some thoughts about what I'm reading, because... I just feel like everything that I'm reading in this is so relevant to today's world. And gosh, do we need, and I say the word need, do we need a revolution? (laughs) That was Tracy Chapman that we kicked off the show with talking about a revolution. You know, we're, 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 I think we're at a major crossroads in the world. And, That's just my opinion. Uh, You know, I, I think we're at a major crossroads. All right. So here we go. Paragraph five, chapter 13, it says now has no meaning to the ego. The present merely reminds it of past hurts and it reacts to the present as if it were the past. That is hugely interesting. The ego cannot tolerate release from the past. And although the past is over, the ego tries to preserve its image by responding as if it were present. It dictates your reactions to those you meet in the present from a past reference point, obscuring their present reality. In effect, if you follow, I want to say we, (laughs) if we follow the ego's dictates, we will react to our brother as though he were someone else. And this will surely prevent you from recognizing him as he is. And you will receive messages from him out of your own past because by making it real in the present, you are forbidding yourself to let it go. You thus deny yourself the message of release that every brother offers you now and then in the next paragraph I'm going to skip down unless you learn that past pain is an illusion and I you know when I when I first started reading uh, Eckhart Tolle the power of now it wasn't until I opened that book that I realized living in the present moment is really the only way to live because our our current now moment is creating our past. And our current now moment is creating our future. And so the only thing that matters is the now. And to me, that was revolutionary in my own little tiny world that living in the now is the best way to live. And I just think that it's so interesting how devious the ego is and if and if you've tuning in for the first time or you're not quite sure you understand this whole ego business I've been studying the ego for almost four months now and and even previous in 2021 and you know it is devious and it's so subtle and sneaky and tries to stay alive within us and you know almost fights for the limelight and it's it, there is no limelight the ego is is nothing but darkness it's not anything that we can derive pleasure from it 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 it, 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 it tries to sell us <laughs> it tries to the ego tries to sell us that it's going to provide pleasure Um, and give us what it is that we want. And I I love what Jim Carrey says. Um, The ego tries to give us what we already have. And I think that can be applied to any of our everyday circumstances in our everyday lives. Everything comes from within. And if we think that we're going to get whatever we're looking for, peace from without, it's it's within. Oh, and I really am so glad that I just said that because in the last episode I talked about within and without and I really want to emphasize within is from within, without is everything that is outside of us. And the ego tries to promise us peace and happiness and joy and freedom and all of these things by telling us that all of these outside circumstances are how we're going to find it. And it's just not the way it is. Like we're we're not going to find any peace unless we go within. And reading the course in miracles, reading the book. I mean, this is a massive it looks like a bible. The pages are really thin. Feels like a bible. It's a massive book of information that I believe is unwiring or unprogramming the things that I have been programmed to think is true or truth or real or reality that from the world I grew up in. It's it's not just like nothing against my parents. This is just like the world. This is... This is the you know boys don't wear skirts. this is you know you don't wear white after Labor Day like this is the world sharing with us all of these outward things that we've been programmed to believe and over the years, how can we not think that how can we how can we not um, fall fall? To this belief, fall prey to the belief. How can we not? So, to me, reading the book is not only unwiring all of these limiting beliefs and false ideologies, it is also helping me really think and use my own heart, mind, and soul to really think about what it is how am I living my life? What am I doing today? Is what I'm to doing today going to create my own legacy for my future? Is, is what am I doing today sustainable? Is what I'm doing really bringing me love, peace, and joy? And reading the book is really helping me to think and frankly, think more dearly in my own heart and my own mind, my own soul, like, think more dearly of myself, care, frankly, it's all of this thinking that I'm doing is really helping me to care more about this beautiful soul that I have been gifted, that I'm have the pleasure of walking through my life with this unique body and mind and soul and it's interesting and um and i let me just finish before we go to break let me finish the sentence so i i started with unless you learn that past pain is an illusion here's the rest of it you are choosing a future of illusions and losing the many opportunities you could find for release in the present And on that note, we are going to go to a quick break. I am your host, Nicole Perry. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. each meeting we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today and we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom so how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months visit powerfulwomenrise.com to register or get started today face down in the moment waiting to let go we are back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. And what a beautiful song. That was Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats Face Down in the Moment. Beautiful, beautiful song. And in this segment, I want to read to you, uh, again, still in Chapter 13 from A Course in Miracles. This is Section 6, Finding the Present, Page 250, uh, paragraph 2, if you have the book and you're reading along. You consider it natural to use your past experience as the reference point from which to judge the present. Yet this is unnatural because it is delusional. When you have learned to look on everyone with no reference at all to the past, either his or yours, as you perceived it, You will be able to learn from what you see now. Whoa, that is beautiful. Beautiful. And frankly, you consider it natural to use your past experience as the reference point from which to judge the present. I frankly, I don't believe God judges. Like that's something I'm learning from reading A Course in Miracles. And I do go to church and now i 'm now, because I go to church and because i 'm reading a course in miracles i 'm now uncovering and learning even more deeply what it means in uh, i can 't remember which prayer it is uh, uh, when he will come to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. So I in church I started replacing the word judge with love. <laughs> he will come to love the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. So I I'm like cuz I I didn't I heard the word judge and the word judge as we know it as human beings is not in the same context as what it means in the Bible. Dare I say? Gosh. This is so interesting. So I, I'm as I'm reading the book, and again, as I'm going to church,'m I'm, I'm learning more and more information about what, what things really mean. like, and I can't wait to read the Bible, frankly, um, let me continue now. for the past can cast no shadow to darken the present unless you are afraid of light and you know i'm not enlightened yet 100% I'd, I'd like to think that i will become enlightened i have been told that i'm a light worker i haven't even studied that or dove into that even to see what all that stuff means i have been told in my life that i light up a room when i walk in it and again those are uh you know I don't know if they're just compliments or feeding my ego or whatever they are. Um, But I I, I don't know that I'm 100% not afraid of the light. I don't know that four months in or almost four months in, I'm 100% not afraid of God. Like I'm really starting to understand that my higher power is, is, guiding me through the planet guiding me through my life so I'm still kind of it's not that I'm on the fence it's just that I'm I'm letting it I'm letting everything I'm learning and reading and and remembering I'm letting it all wash over me and I'm letting just like I said in the last podcast you know I'm digging up the roots and I'm and I'm plugging back into the ground the stuff that I feel that resonates with me and isn't isn't that a beautiful thing to do through life like who who says I I have to be a hundred percent all in as I start reading the book the the point uh, my intention is to learn and 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 receive a greater understanding beyond The capacity and the information and the brain and the environment and everything that I have obtained and received and learned thus far. So, I my intention is just to keep on learning. I think I've shared that many times with many guests that I just want to keep on learning until I'm in my nineties and hundreds, just always learning, 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 and remembering. And I also, as I'm getting older, I feel. A sense of uh, more closeness to my higher power to my God whatever you want to call it that's great Um, that's what I call it for me and you know I maybe it's because the closer I'm getting to being in the dirt (laughs) so they say I don't even know if I want to go in the dirt I think I want to be cremated and I don't know if that's good or bad Like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to um, keep up with the Joneses and do everything everyone else is doing and not just carving our own paths and doing what we feel like is coming through us naturally. So, I, you know, I'm... I'm a leader by nature and I want to continue to be a leader in everything that I do. And um, and hopefully this has been helpful to you. There's uh, lots of more information. We do have a little bit of time before we go to break. So I'm going to share another little thing here. Um, Let me see. All right. So um, unless you are afraid of the light and only if you are, would you choose to bring darkness with you? Now, and that's a half a sentence here. Let me finish. And by holding it in your mind, see it as a dark cloud that shrouds your brothers and conceals their reality from your sight. Yeah, this is going so, so deep. And so it's really making me think. And that's the great thing because we are not our thoughts so this is the this is the fundamental um, amazing thing about reading this i 'm reading this I make it it 's making me think yet I am not my thoughts yet hello here 's another one that just popped into my head. Our thoughts create our reality, but we are not our thoughts. I think I shared. Michael Singer's example of taking that chatter out of your head and placing it beside you like it's a roommate and and then I shared that I just kicked my roommate out so I think that's a really great um way to look at it um but we know we are not our thoughts but our mind is a powerful 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 thing and our thoughts create our reality so I am not my thoughts but if I'm thinking about um, something lovely. I am not that thought. It's just creating my um, future, my reality. Again, stay in the present moment. (laughs) On that note, I know this is a lot of information. We're going to get it though. We are going to figure this out. I know it. I hope you stay with me. This is Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be right here on 95.9 Can you say that you truly love your diet? And can you say it with confidence this time next year? Nicole Perry can. And it's not because she lost about 25 pounds. Nicole loves her diet because it's easy to follow. What she eats is delicious and how she eats is completely sustainable. You can retrain your brain too, just like Nicole did. Her book, I Am on a Love Diet, is available on Amazon now along with the companion journal. Or get your coffee today by visiting ilovemydiet.com. And we are back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. And that was the OJ's Love Train. What a beautiful song. Love, love, love. It feels more than disco to me. It feels like... um, i don 't know it feels more than disco. it feels more than soulful. it just I love the music and uh right now, so we we talked about the now, we talked about the past, and I really want to talk now a little bit about faith because faith is huge, right? Whatever we have faith in is huge, so this is a very interesting segment. And here we go. Again, this is um, chapter 13. This is in section 9, the cloud of guilt. Um, and and it says, and this is in the middle of uh, paragraph 2, and faith can be rewarded only in terms of the belief in which the faith was placed. So my understanding is um, what where, wherever we place our faith, if we have faith, that something is going to happen, something we really want to happen and we have faith, will be rewarded in that faith from the faith of knowing that that positive thing is going to happen. If we, have, if we place our faith that something positive is not going to happen, then we will still be rewarded. I hope you follow me on that. So here we go. Continuing. Faith makes the power of belief. And where it is invested determines its reward. So this is just such amazing information. Like faith makes the power of belief and in which the invested determines its reward. Like I I don't want to invest faith in anything unless I know that that's the reward I want to receive. Continuing, for faith is always given what is treasured. So like to me, like, uh, well, I should finish. And what is treasured is returned to you. So to me, this goes back to this knowing that if if you believe something to be true, you will be right. Right. If you believe something to be false, you will be right. It faith. It to me, this is saying faith. Faith is attached to the power of belief, and whatever. So I can't remember if it was Thomas Jefferson or whoever said it, but th- that's a powerful quote in itself. Um, what you believe, you will be right. If you believe, you will always be late. You will be right if you believe you will always be on time. You will be right. It, whatever your belief is, you will be right. And to me, as I read this, I'm like, oh, so whatever, whatever I believe is what I'm treasuring, right? Whatever we believe is what we're treasuring, because we, we, especially a belief that's um, a limiting one that. We, we don't even realize we're saying out loud. Have you ever done that? I have done that countless times where I say something out loud and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, 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 how, how do I change that thought? Because I don't want to believe that anymore. <laughs> I want to let that one go. It's really, really interesting to link the treasure with the belief, with the faith, To me, this is powerful. This is so powerful. Let me continue on here. Um, The next paragraph three, it says, the world can give you only what you gave it for being nothing but your own projection. It has no meaning apart from what you found in it and placed your faith in so, so the projection is so interesting. Our lives, I've talked about this before, like the movie of our lives. if you think about it, the the mind and the brain is the movie real. It's the the eyes are the projector, and whatever's going on in our head is what we're projecting out into the world. And our perceptions, what we perceive. So what we take in to our heart that goes into our mind comes back out. And so to me, that is very interesting. Like it it has no meaning apart from what you found in it. So if, if somebody gives you a gift and, oh, this is a really great example. Someone just shared this today with me. Um, this person I know, I will not name names. This lovely woman I know, she gave a gift to someone. And what she thought was in the box was not what was in the box. <laughs> what she thought was in the box was something brand new. And the woman who opened the box and received the gift um She opened it when the other person was around. What was in it was not something brand new. It was some things that were used. (laughs) And the woman receiving the box actually said to the other person later, Oh my gosh, I I, I thought that was such a beautiful thing to give me. I was so grateful (laughs) when in fact it was an accident. However, if you if you trade out that person to someone else that's probably not sitting in gratitude and that person received this box of these used things, they might, oh, why did she give this to me? Why is this happening? What what is this saying? Like you can so our projection is all connected to the beliefs and the thoughts and y- what we perceive. And so I just thought that was really interesting. I was so blessed to hear that someone that received something in error found gratitude in it. And I just think that it is fascinating to think this way, to receive this information this way. And I believe we have to go to break. So I hope you stay with me. I'm Nicole Perry, your host. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 95.9 WATD. (laughs) Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit powerfulwomenrise.com to register or get started today. I must have got lost. I must have got lost. Give away the days and be a sweet. And we are back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry, and What a great song. Jay Giles Band, Must Have Got Lost. Um, I'm just, I hope you're enjoying all of this music I'm bringing to you because I'm having so much fun finding all of these great, uh, songs that sort of blend and jive with the information that I'm sharing through A Course in Miracles and quite frankly, all of my guests. Um, and I have a really special song at the end of the show today that I hope you will tune in for. So I'm going to continue. This is coming from The Lessons. And this is... um in the, the the book is split up. There's text in the front, lessons in the back, and this is lesson 107 from page 192. And this is really all about peace. So, paragraph two it starts with, "Can you imagine what a state of mind without illusions is?" So, illusions again are um, fear, which is all ego. So it's fear, it's, it's, um, it's anything that's not truth, it's um, really um, war and um, just resentment and guilt and all kinds of things like that. So can you imagine what a state of mind without illusions is? How would it feel? Try to remember when there was a time, perhaps a minute, maybe even less, when nothing came to interrupt your peace, when you were certain you were loved and safe. Then try to picture what it would be like to have that moment be extended to the end of time and to eternity. Then let the sense of quiet that you felt be multiplied a hundred times, and then be multiplied another hundred more. Wow, I want this. I don't know about you, but I want this. So I do. I listen to this. I I stop. I think. How would it feel? Try. I try to remember when I have felt peace, and and when and when I feel peace, it's really when my vibrations are at their highest, and I feel um, light. I feel light and airy, and I, I wanna, you know, uh, multiply that. <laughs> really, have that just magnified a million times throughout the rest of my life. It's, it's not. I'm not trying to be unrealistic because I, I'm, I, you know, I'm still. Um, learning and remembering and I still I still get mad I still have guilt but I'm I'm learning how to let guilt go and and shame dare I say anything that I feel ashamed of I'm learning how to hand that guilt and shame over to my higher power Cause I'm like, how do I not feel guilty or shame about something? I mean, I want the peace. I'm reading all of this. Can I imagine what it would feel like not to have any of these illusions? I want the peace. I want the peace um, abundantly. And so I'm, you know, I'm. I do. I do a lot of journaling, and I write. You know, dear God, you know, how do I hand this over to you? This this shameful moment from 20 years ago that I like am still, you know, holding on to uh, the, you know, the shame and the guilt. How, how do I hand, and this has nothing to do with other people. This is just me. And I'm like, how do I hand that over? How do I let it go? And as I was actually writing, um, in my journal, there was a, a voice that came through my head. It's my voice. It's not other people. This is just me. It's one person. I'm all the same person. I don't have 20 voices in my head. Not that, that's, not that there's anything wrong with that, if you do have that. <laughs> but this voice came through, and as I'm writing, because I encourage you to write, every time I write and I ask dear God, that the answers come out of my pen onto the paper. And I was writing... And I was like, right, how do how do I let go and hand this over, this particular moment in my life where I feel guilty and I feel shameful? How do I hand this over to you? And the answer came out of the pen on the paper and I said, oh, um, like recreate the moment in my mind to the experience that I wanted to have happen or wished would have happened. Like in hindsight, looking back, I wish I would have done this, this or this or didn't do this, this or this. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's how you hand it over. And then I continued to read into the A Course in Miracles. And so so many – that exact day when I put the book down and I did the journaling, when I picked the book back up, there it was on the page, even more answers to my questions, which I think is is fascinating all in and of itself to – to just have the answers right there in front of me. I, I didn't even know that that was going to happen. I was, I was just in the present moment. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I have a question in my head right now. How do I hand this over? I'm going to put the book down. I'm going to journal. And then when I picked up the book and I continued to read the same chapter, page, whatever I was on, all the answers were right there. And I know you're asking me, what are those answers, Nicole? Can you please share those with me right now? And honestly, I can't remember. I'm going to have to look at the journal and figure out the day I read the journal and then go back to the book and figure out what day and where I was. Um, but let me continue because I do have another minute. And um, so, uh, uh, so uh, paragraph three, and now you have a hint, not more than just the faintest Intimation of the state of your mind will rest in when the truth has come. Without illusions, there could be no fear, no doubt, and no attack. So I hope you hear that. Without illusions, there could be no fear, no doubt, and no attack. And really, we were talking earlier about faith and projections and perception and faith and beliefs. And really, I, that, I guess that's what I'm really learning to do is to let go of all these illusions in my mind so that I can let the truth come through, which is really to be more enlightened. And I don't know how enlightened I am. I don't know if there's a measuring stick where you can know how enlightened you are, because there also is spiritual ego, which I'm learning as well. And spiritual ego is, is um, well... In my um, summation, I think it's just the high horse of the ego, thinking that if you come from a spiritual ego, then you're not really ego. Uh, but it's all ego. And um, anyway, so I think that that's great too. And um, all right, so without illusions, there could be no fear, no doubt, and no attack. When truth has come, all pain is over, for is there for there is no room for transitory thoughts and dead ideas to linger in your mind. Wow, that's beautiful. Truth occupies your mind completely, liberating you from all beliefs in the ephemeral. Hope I said that right. They have no place because the truth has come and they are nowhere. They cannot be found for truth is everywhere forever now. And to my understanding, truth, enlightenment, lightness, it's all eternal. And I believe I am a spiritual being having a human experience. That's like the most simplest basic belief there is about spirituality. And I've kind of believed that for a long time. And now I'm understanding even more that my spiritual being is eternal. So this is just my meat suit. We're all walking around in a meat suit. I know that's a really gross term. But anyway, so this is coming to you from Lesson 107. And the um, lesson, the title of the lesson is Truth Will Correct All Errors in My Mind. So I thought that was a beautiful place um, to leave you with today. And I want to thank you so much for listening. and joining me really uh, to help, continue to help end systemic racism by educating ourselves, shifting the language inside our homes for caring about every fellow human being that walks this earth and for becoming and being, being an ally. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week. And remember, knowledge is power. And it's what you do with that knowledge that matters.